You have to grab it, Producer Ari. I'm Speaker Pelosi just ended a press conference discussing how proud she was and how right she was to rip up the State of the Union address. And when you hear it, you're going to see the clear divide. She actually believes she's moral and she's pious. Referring to the State of the Union as not a State of the Union, she, uh, it was just a state of mind, I believe is, is what she said. That it was filled with lies and untruths I put out on, on, on Twitter, you can find the tweet, Nancy Pelosi is a broken woman. She is. Me, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. You'll notice a little bit earlier, she was talking about healthcare, and I said it's something that the Republicans are going to have to deal with. And I've said this before. You bring up healthcare, Republicans are going to have to do something. Uh, Republicans are going to have to have a plan. Now, some people say to me, you know, the Republicans have a plan. Oh, yeah? Give it to me in 30 seconds. No one, no one can surmise, can elevate or pitch the Republicans' health care plan. If you say to me, the markets, I'm down for that plan. America is not. So, what's the plan? All I'm saying is, is that Republicans have not put something together that can actually be discussed by people. That's a problem because they don't hit it enough. They're not aggressive enough about it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm getting at. You're going to have to have this issue set and ready to go for November because it's going to be an issue. But you got to hear this. This is Speaker Pelosi at a press conference talking about uh, the State of the Union, and how proud she is to have ripped up. She had his copy of the State of the Union, and she ripped it up at the end. She was proud of herself. That chamber of the House of Representatives, of the People's House, as a backdrop for him. Now, all presidents have guests, constant guests. That was not a State of the Union. That was a state, his state of mind. We want a State of the Union. Where are we? Where are we going? And the rest. Not let me just show you how many guests I can draw and let me say how I can give a Medal of Honor. Do it in your own office. We don't come in your office and do congressional business. Why are you doing that here? Quite frankly, when he started talking about someone with stage four cancer, all of that, I thought he was, I don't know which stage uh, John Lewis's cancer is at, but when he started talking about someone with cancer, we thought he was going to talk about John Lewis, a hero in our country. Come on. So in any event, I feel very hold on, liberal. Hold on. No, she didn't. At no time did she think that the president was going to talk about John Lewis. That's absolutely untrue. Great line. Absolutely untrue. She continued. I feel very liberated. I feel that uh, I've extended every possible courtesy. I've shown every level of respect. I say to my members all the time, there's no such thing as an eternal animosity. There are eternal friendships, but you never know on what uh, cause you may come together with somebody who may be perceived as your foe right now. Everybody is a possible ally in whatever comes next. E pluribusunum from anyone. They didn't know how many we'd be or how different we'd be. But they want us always to remember that we were one. And they, our founders, had their differences, uh, as do we. 
So again, I extended the hand of friendship to him to welcome him as the president of the United States to the people's house. It was also an act of kindness because he looked to me like he was a little sedated. He looked that way last year, too. Stop. She just called the president high? Medicated. Medicated? She just accused the president of the United States of being medicated. That's... Well, I, hold on. Well, I got it. I need a, I need a ruling on this. Is Botox medication? Ha! Because <laughs> two can play at this game. That's terrible. She accused the president of being sedated. And she talks about grace? Oh, 2020, you are something, you vixen. Well, let's let, let her finish up, Speaker Pelosi. But he didn't want to shake hands. That was that. That meant nothing to me. It had nothing to do with my tearing up. That, that came much later. In, you know, a speed reader. I just went right through that thing. So I knew what was coming when I saw the compilation of falsehoods. And, but then when I heard like the first quarter or third, I, then I started to think there has to be something uh, that clearly indicates to the American people that this is not the truth. And uh, he has shredded the truth in his speech. He's shredding the Constitution in his conduct. I shredded his state of his mind address. Thank you all very much. And she walks out. She got asked, uh, did you step on the message by tearing up the State of the Union? And she says, no, I did not. I tore up a manifesto of mistruths. Dear Lord. You know, it's, she's a broken woman. That's all. That's, I've never, I've certainly never said anything like that about her before. Never. I've always argued that she's very good at what she does. She is very smart. She is able to raise the money. She's able to keep everybody in line. This is over. There's no way to escape the optics of how bad it looked. It wasn't strength. It was not strength. You did not look smart. You did not look in charge. You did not look capable. You did not look like a leader. You didn't. You looked petulant and small and weak and frustrated and ugly. I had put out soon afterward on social media, you you really don't understand how this looks to the middle of the country. To your friends in San Francisco, oh, look at her ripping it up. Oh, Nancy, Nancy, Nancy. The rest of the country is like, what the? And the look on your face? Let's make the argument that you thought it was a manifesto of mistruths. Now, I don't know what's a mistruth about supporting school choice. And I don't know what the problem is of having somebody in about school choice. President Obama had guests. President Obama had guests. Right? You want to argue that the president should be handing out the Presidential Medal of Freedom during the State of the Union? Okay. I think you can get some people to go along with that. But you you want to deny the cultural impact of Rush Limbaugh? Let me ask you this. Would you ever ever deny the cultural impact of Hamilton? Would you deny the cultural impact of Lin-Manuel Miranda? My argument would hold that to deny the cultural impact of Rush Limbaugh in America 
is to only prove how deep your partisan feelings go because the rational mind would not in any way, shape, or form deny the cultural impact of either. Rush Limbaugh saved the radio industry in terms of talk radio, rebuilt it in his vision because there wasn't any of this, showed how powerful of a platform it can be for confronting the way media had gone about having conversations with America. He did indeed educate millions by sharing a different point of view and just because you disagree with it doesn't mean that it doesn't have value. Of course it has value. To say otherwise is irrational. And to say that he wasn't a hero to many, that the way he talked actually got people to think differently and they found a better way is laughable. You want to honor John Lewis? You go right ahead. I'll make no argument. I think John Lewis has done some things in his later years that do hurt his total legacy. But you want to honor him? You feel free. But you call him a racist Rush Limbaugh. You know how weird it is to be a radio guy? Be like, hey, let me talk about other radio guys. Now, I never actually feel that way. I don't, I'll talk about a radio person anytime. But like, you've, you've, you've made it the subject. Okay, this is Representative Ocasio-Cortez on Rush Limbaugh. Reaction to Rush Limbaugh receiving the Presidential Medal of Freedom. First of all, the Presidential Medal of Freedom is an extraordinarily sacred um, award. We're talking about putting someone on the same level as... Rosa Parks, you know, for example, in terms of their contributions to American progress. Uh, Rush Limbaugh is a violent racist, um, but even just on top of that, um, to do it in the middle of a state of the union and not even dignify it with its own ceremony as it has, it, there's all sorts of norms that are being violated. Not You just called Rush Limbaugh a virulent racist. I think she meant virulent, but whatever, you know, words. Um, And then you're upset that it wasn't done in a more formal setting? That's pretty weird. I've been trying to figure out what what in the world makes Rush uh, a a racist. Why why in the world is Rush Limbaugh said some things? Ocasio-Cortez hangs out with Jeremy Corbyn and Ilhan Omar. That's condoning anti-Semitism, this bigot from New York named Alexandria. Just so we're all perfectly clear here. So I, so I, had, uh, I asked the question, and Sarah, who runs uh, our social media, um, on November 11, 2010, Limbaugh proposed a new leadership position for Representative Jim Clyburn. Clyburn's worried about not having a car. Clyburn's worried about not having the perk of a big office, the drivers, so forth. The way this could all be worked out, Clyburn's new position, driving Miss Nancy. He gets to keep the car. He gets to go everywhere she goes. Sorry, that's not racist. This is a list from a, a liberal website called Raw Story. That's not racist. You could say it's not funny. You could say it's not funny, but it's sure as heck not racist. That is silly. You could argue that there were some things he said that you don't like. You take a look at his staff. You take a look at the things he's done. It's just a nonsense argument. And it's the same argument made by Joe Biden when asked the question by Anderson Cooper. Rush Limbaugh spent his entire time on the air dividing people, belittling people, 
talking about how talking about blacks in ways, African-Americans in ways that anyway, I do feel badly. And I mean this sincerely that he's suffering from a terminal illness. So he has my empathy and sympathy, no matter what his background is. But the idea that he is a state of the union receives a a a medal that is of the highest honor that can be committed, given to a civilian, I find, um, quite frankly, driven more by uh, trying to maintain your right wing political credentials than it is anything else. I mean, if you read some of the things that Rush has said about people, their backgrounds, their ethnicity, how he speaks to them, I don't think he speaks... Uh, I don't think he understands the American code, decency and honor. I, I just really. But look, uh, this is Donald Trump. I swear to you, that's how he answered the question. If you know who else got the Presidential Medal of Freedom? Joe Biden. Joe Biden got it from Barack Obama. So Barack Obama gave the Medal of Freedom to a guy who speaks glowingly about segregationists. Remember when that was an issue just six months ago? Joe Biden and his history of being OK with segregationists. But it's Rush Limbaugh. For some things he said on radio, they came up with, what, what, 10 things here? Was it a list of 10 things or a list of 20 things? The guy has been on radio for 30 years. Good Lord. And I got some things here that are questionable. And I got some things here that are nonsensical. I got some things that are just dumb and like... He uh, once uh, was talking about a speech given by then Chinese President Hu Jintao. And he did what people have done in before, pretend to speak Chinese. Oh, that's racist. It was Rosie O'Donnell who on The View, who was talking about uh, a commercial of Danny DeVito in China. And her response was she was trying to explain the commercial and she was going, Ching chong, ching chong, ching chong. There's a great video about this done by Michelle Malkin that is actually exceptional. And when she was asked about it, she said, that's just the way my mind thinks. Okay. Doing something stupid does not make you a racist, does not make you a bigot. Doing something you're like, dude, don't do that, doesn't make you a racist or a bigot. But to deny cultural impact is criminally insane. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And by the way, if you said to me, man, uh, just don't do it at the State of the Union. It's weird. I'd be like, yeah, it is weird. I'm with you. It's weird to do it at the State of the Union because it is. But you're now going to scream that he's a racist. That's, that's great. 30 years, you got a list of 20 things. So 30 years of three hours a day, how many, how many hours is that? How many tens of thousands of hours is that? And you came up with seven minutes. With all due respect, you can't make that case. Seven minutes in thousands of hours. Dear Lord. Imagine, I wonder what they're going to do to me. First, let me get to the thousands of hours. I'm working on it. I'm Tony Katz.